being sent to the world, plagues, the seven plagues of God. And uh, <clears throat> as the man said, you ain't seen nothing yet. You know, when one of the things that, of course, has affected us here in the whole world has been this global thing called COVID-19. And uh, now, of course, uh, three, four, I guess it was three months ago, I started reading about um, the the new variant that they were predicting might come from uh, Britain and, and from uh, uh, from Brazil and from South Africa. And I uh, exchanged a couple of emails with you, uh, did a little brushing up on it. And uh, again, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to tell from my point of view and from where I am as to exactly what is actually happening and what is not. Can you tell us, Monica, what is going on with this COVID research and uh, the claims that it could very well be a very serious worldwide variant? Well, you know, I'm not a scientist, but uh, uh, nothing really makes sense. I mean, if you see the reasons why it's spreading, uh, like I read um, two, three days ago, people singing in German will spread the virus quicker. Um, Things like that. And I mean, this uh, third variant coming, uh, they predict it's really going to be bad, will hit us in our winter time. This is six months from now. Mm-hmm. And they well, already know, I mean, right. what are, yeah, I mean, do they have a crystal ball? Or, I mean, if it's not um, somebody uh, pulling strings or pulling gears or whatever, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. What I, I've seen is that our economy, my country is gone. It's over with. I mean, we're on level four lockdown. Uh, the, the stores are empty. They, they, they're just closing up. I mean, you go there the next day and three, four stores in the mall uh, are closed. There's mm-hmm. no business. Mm-hmm. Not even bank branches closing. It's, uh, but, you know, if it's really such a pandemic, 785 million should have been dead already, according to uh, mm-hmm. to the fear mongers. Uh, yes. <clears throat> uh, the problem is I, I'm not very um, popular when I put questions. Uh, and, of course, I put question marks all, all my life. This doesn't make sense and that doesn't make sense. Go and research. Right. But, I mean, they're lying so much. How do you sift through all that? What you say is very uh, obviously very true. Um, the, the world outside of South Africa has been a world kept, pardon the pun, but in the dark. You know, it has been one that has not been informed, mm-hmm. has not been up to date on anything that's gone on since uh, the 1940s. You know, that key year, the year of uh, 1948, the evil fig tree that would be planted in Jerusalem would be that final generation that Jesus and the prophets and the apostles uh, would forewarn us. Um, But it was a different world and the National Party coming to power in South Africa and the tribal warfare going on and the incredible, incredible uh, influx of of Africans coming into the country, and they let them in. Uh, right oh. here, we've had this this never-ending uh, influx of legal as well as illegal immigration. And now we have a president here, allegedly, anyway, uh, this guy Biden, who says, uh, you know, that they're undocumented and that we certainly welcome them. They're not to be turned back in so many words. We're, we're going to up the ante. Um, bring in more, bring in more government, more programs, more socialism. But I'll tell you, it's beginning to sound like old Rome in ancient times, you see? And uh, so it's endemic, and it's a, a, a pandemic around the world, Monica, huh? Exactly, but now you're talking about Biden. Listen to this. The U.S. will lift travel restrictions for in-demand South African workers. These are skills that you can get, can get you in, okay? I'm not going to read the whole thing about all the visas yeah, you yeah, need, sure. blah, 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 but I'm going to tell you. Department specifically mentioned needing farm workers with skills as, such as seafood processors, fish cutters, 
examine road technicians, farm equipment mechanics, farm laborers, and others. Uh, the department said that applicants who are applying for a visa will be considered for an exception at the time of interview. And we appreciate the swift action by the State Department to address a critical need for American agriculture. So my question to you, Rick, and to the Americans, you have a shortage of laborers there and, and mechanics? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, um, we yeah, have no shortage of, course, of, uh, uh, of influx <laughs> or taxes or... Uh, uh, really, uh, come come no. right down to it, to the cost of living, which is now beginning to skyrocket as a result of all yeah. of this monetary expansionism. And uh, again, we're told yeah. here that government exactly. can be our God. Government can take care of our needs, not God. And so the, uh, the well, the dumb American goy, uh, the, uh, the uh, great unwashed, have fallen for it. They're jumping over each exactly. other now. To get their handouts, to get their payments, to get their, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, their stimulator checks, as I call them. And most of all, now we see, at least in my area, I see elderly people and the people who should not be the most vulnerable uh, jumping over each other. Uh, I'm surprised they're not killing each other yet so they can line up for vaccination when there's no logic to it. There's no sense to it. There's no scientific no. basis for it. No. So uh, the whole world is actually going mad, as uh, Scripture tells us in those days, and God has given them up to a reprobate mind now that they might not. They might not believe the truth, but indeed no. be encouraged to believe a greater lie. These lies are just uh, endless, uh, Monica. Endless lies. Oh, um, I don't know where to it's begin. Unbelievable. I don't know either, and I'm trying to explain. Please, it's a fight against our God. It's war against God Himself. Yes, this is yes. what it's all about. Don't you understand that? You know, when 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 we went in lockdown last year at uh, March 26, I said to uh, the my landlord, please don't focus on the virus. Focus on what they're going to put into place that we cannot change. That is worrying me more. Well, uh, they were mad at me for months, didn't even talk to me about that, because how dare you say that, because the president knows what he's talking about. Yes, of course. They know what they're talking about, because they're in a power position. And they tell you what they want you to know, and they tell you what they want you to do and jump and, you know, wear a mask and uh, walk uh, from each, what is it, uh, social distancing. I'm still trying to figure out what that means. But six feet, uh, yeah, uh, the, well, virus falls, have, yeah, the virus falls. You have to yeah, maintain your six you know, feet apart, you know, you know, six feet. Maybe that'll be yeah. shortened to five and yeah. a half feet and eventually we'll get back to normal. I don't think so. Uh, we, you know, we've seen no. what they have begun. This this global union of people with uh, these uh, self-appointed media-appointed gurus of science, like Fauci and Burks and and uh, really a whole variety of them. Now they're the the be-all end-all of our healthcare system. And and you know, you saw it coming in uh, the 1980s and before when the media were descending mm-hmm. on South Africa and uh, they were telling how terrible people who were white were and they were just they just mean people that just wanted people to be separate because of their own interesting warfare. And that's a horrible thing. Uh, they just yeah. want suppression and rule and superiority. And all we've been hearing for the last four years uh, under Trump, and I'm certainly no Trump fan, but uh, all we've been hearing is this business of white supremacy. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I've seen just the opposite in this country today. The real whites, those who are genuinely of the Israelite tribes today, are actually nothing but uh, uh, lay me down and roll me over types of people. You can do what you want, and I, I will not get up and fight and stand on my feet. You know, there is. No. I mean, there is no resistance in America today, spiritually. No. Speaking and morally speaking, against the onslaught, you know. No, 
No, no, nothing. It's uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I've seen it here. Uh, uh, I mean, I listened to some of uh, my people here, yeah, but we've got to fight. I said, who do you want to fight? How do you want to fight? The women mm. start shooting. I said, who do you want to shoot? You don't know even who's the enemy. You don't understand anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never did. This is the problem. I mean... Uh, uh, listening to, and I mean, the National Party came into power, as you said, in 1948, and they were traitors from the beginning. I mean, now it comes out what they did and how they started giving us away from the beginning. But, you know, uh, yeah. General Smart, um, right. he, uh, he promised uh, the British that we will have a black government in 1902 already. So, mm-hmm. there you are. It's... Um, and, and, and you're going to have more of them in your your uh, government too, uh, and you've got no say. I mean, what is your defense secretary? Uh, where will the uh, allegiance be? Where's the allegiance of these people? I mean, Biden said in 1986, we've got to get uh, destroy the white people in South Africa because they're there illegally. Yeah. So yeah. is this why he's now so pro-South Africa? I mean... His daughter-in-law is um, is a South African Jewess, so it makes sense, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, and I've been reading quite a few uh, dissertations on, uh, one, of course, is by Paul Craig Roberts, who is always uh, prolific in this area, but, you know, it's true that uh, Biden does have an anti-European, anti-white anti-Adamic, uh, Caucasian uh, administration. If you look at it, it's uh, top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, Zionists, uh, Kenites, uh, uh, synagogue of Satanists, uh, so-called blacks, so-called minorities, so-called women. And the whole administration is really that, that picture, if you will, you know, that postcard of what America is supposed to be. They call it multiculturalism. You know, they call it diversity. I don't see very much diversity in this administration. And the media have heralded, you know, as some sort of a bright and morning day in America from those bad old days of the previous four years, you know, right from the get-go. The media are doing here, the same owners, what they did to you in South Africa. And uh, it is amazing the parallels, isn't it, huh? Oh, uh, absolutely. And I mean, when I was in the States, I told you that story before, 1994, I told them. I said, this is coming to you. Oh, no, it'll never happen. Oh, yes, I know. The Portuguese in Angola said so. The Rhodesians said so. The stupid white South Africans also said so. And the dumb, stupid Americans also said so. And what's happening now? I mean, this is just the beginning. And they're going to slaughter the whites like they're doing here. They don't talk about it. A hundred thousand dead white people, and this is not a war. I mean, they only mentioned the farmers. The farmers are five thousand. What about the other ninety-five thousand people being killed in 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 the towns in the cities? But does Nothing it seem like they're, they're rolling no, I mean, over and playing dead? You're, you know, the people in South well, Africa, you know, the, the the nation's founders and builders and their, their uh, you know, their progeny, yeah. are they basically just taking it lying down? Well, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, here and there you will you will hear somebody fighting back and shooting. But the, the thing is, if you if you defend yourself, you're a racist and you're going to prison. We had a, a big uh, gathering here not so, so long ago, a few months ago. With this young man was absolutely slaughtered, slaughtered like a sheep. They cut him up and hanged him on a on, on a on a tree because he caught these uh, sheep. Um, uh, uh, you know what do you call it? Um, they they were stealing sheep. Poachers, marauders, basically. Them marauders. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They, sure. yeah marauders. They, and, and and the one was arrested sixteen times already. And they were arrested. They found them. And uh, the whites went there and said, this has got to stop. Oh, my. Well, two of the leaders were arrested. But, of course, the blacks were dancing around and toy-toying as what they do. And they killed the boer, killed the farmer. We're going to burn the farms. You better call the fire department. Guess what? 
Not two weeks later, 639 farms were burned down, Greg. 639 farms. You didn't make any news outside of South yeah. Africa, it's, did it? No, of course not, because it's white suffering. I mean, you know, if, if you, uh, a white killer black here is like in the United States, I mean, then uh, uh, you're already crucified and you're already convicted without even hearing the story. Monica, we know that story over and over again. And as you say, we haven't seen anything yet. All right, folks, Monica Huggett from South Africa is with us, and we will be right back with more, and you may dial in with a question or comment. Rick Adams on Censor. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. The New World Order thought police are on the run because Rick Adams is back on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We're back on the 8th of February here in America at Eastern Time, and uh, uh, I think you're, uh, you're all familiar with the lament of our guest, uh, and you've heard her before. Many of you probably haven't heard her at all yet. Uh, many of our new listeners are just uh, quizzical as to who is Monica. Well, Monica was, uh, I believe, uh, Monica, you were born in South Africa, weren't you? Uh, you were born there, and you became oh, yeah. uh, a traveler to America, and then you decided to go right back home um, to South Africa, to live there because that was your country, you said, despite what had happened. Is that basically uh, a rough thumbnail sketch of yourself? Uh, can you fill in the gaps for our listeners, please? Well, um, yeah, I, um, my parents were uh, born nationalists, of course, and my dad was really into politics very much, and he, he really trained me, made me listen to... Um, Radio broadcast, even if I didn't understand it, but I think it uh, it gets stuck in your stuck in your your subconscious, so you start asking questions and so forth. And then um, I went over to uh, the United States in '94, and um, I was in Mandeville, and I worked for David Duke when he was running for for the Senate, 
And then I came back, and um, in 2000, I got married to an American gemstone, and I went back to the United States. But we decided if something happens to him that I will come back home because this is my country and this is the last waterhole. I can handle the the stuff here. Like, you know, I don't say you get used to it, but um, you're more aware. While in America, you're just in the beginning of what's going to happen. And um, so here we are. Maybe it's going to peter out here while it's, going to escalate in the United States. I wish, I wish it won't happen like that, but it's not for me to decide. We know that um, uh, we can predict and we can ask, but uh, we've got to go through certain things to make us stronger and to make us understand what life is all about and who is really important and what is really important. I think we became too materialistic um, it's nice to have a big TV and so forth and so forth. And so I, uh, I don't really care what happens to my neighbor. Here we have a different point of view because we've got to take care of each other because this is all we have is each other. And now we can't go to church because um, of level four lockdown. We're not allowed to go to church. Um, a funeral, 50 people at most, and um, you can't have... Um, a get-together after that because it's spreading the virus too much. So, uh, yeah. So we zoom in on funerals or um, we just don't go. And we can't visit our um, loved ones in the retirement home. So most of them die there in absolute um, loneliness and uh, being so forlorn and think that your family has left you. It's very, very sad. What's, what's happening here? I'm well, sure there are parts in the United States yeah. the same thing. Oh, exactly the same thing. Same parallel. And, you know, at the time a year ago that this whole thing was thrust upon us here, I was uh, I was noticing the discrepancies and, I don't know, the fakeries and all of the dishonesty of uh, the reporting on this this new virus, as they were calling it. And it wasn't all that new. Uh, we've been hearing about it from uh, Gates and Fauci for years. We've been told this was going to come. Now, they somehow knew because they yeah. were on top of all of this. And they were, you know, they were just kind enough and so uh, humanitarian enough to warn us. But even their media wouldn't pick up and tell us that something was going to happen. You had to go look for it. It wasn't advertised in the daily media. But uh, as it drew closer right after December of the previous year, then we started hearing about China. And we started hearing about, and not really China, but communist China, and what was uh, being exported to us in the West. And Trump played into that as well. Uh, these are prophetic times we're living in. The beasts, you know, systems that are emerging, and uh, the Chinese communist regime, the Russian bear, the, uh, the whole business of how to destroy America and bring about a worldwide yeah. global tax, a global pandemic, and some sort of lockdown worldwide. So we got used to this business. I didn't, but people adapted uh, after a while, uh, kicking and dragging mm -hmm. to wearing masks and uh, masks, you know. Uh, now we have uh, widespread yeah. uh, protest against it, defiance, uh, Monica against mask wearing and that's just the beginning of it my big thing is not just the masks but how many will be foolish enough and thoughtless enough knowing what we know now about the protocol or the the uh, uh you know the reversal of covid which is a very basic fundamental thing we have that um in naturopathic yeah. medicine but uh, to uh, see people line up for vaccinations, rolling up their sleeves as if this is their patriotic duty now to do this. And we heard that drumbeat, yes. you know, in 1939 yeah, and 40, that uh, the, the, the Nazis were coming and the Nazis were coming. And if we didn't prepare for it and do something, then the whole world would be taken over. And they'd be coming here to America yeah. and taking over. Yeah. And, you know, that's what, that was the drumbeat at the time. And you know, it's the same formula over and over again, because they figure that, as Harry Hopkins oh, well. said, the confidant Roosevelt, Americans are too dumb, stupid, and mindless to know any better. 
And, uh, you know, he wasn't totally wrong about that. No. He really wasn't. Sadly, no, 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 no. no. And I mean, no. the modus of what so here we is are working, in so 2021. Why yeah. No. It's, uh, it's an amazing phenomenon. Yeah, and it is, it is, it is. Well, you're talking about the vaccine, so I want to tell you what happened here is that the chief justice is black, of course. We don't have chief white justices, but uh, his name is Mugeng Mugeng, and he he visited the Simbisa um, Hospital. It's a, it's a black uh, township, and he said to the people not to take the vaccination because it's a 666, it's the sign of the beast, and uh, and he went on yes. his knees and he started praying. Oh my goodness! You know he really attacked him and say, "Well, he's he's really very dangerous because he's talking about this mystical creature." Was Copeland your televangelist? Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about God. He's a mystical creature, and uh, now they're really gunning for his head. They want him. To, um, they want him dismissed. Because uh, he can't say things like that, that it's a 666, and uh, it's dangerous to take the vaccination. And my, yeah. how the churches here, though, have, have for the most part, just lined up and, and cowered, you know, just just uh, uh, laid down and played dead. Mm-hmm. You know, they said, oh, we don't, we don't want to offend this day. We want to keep our people safe. We don't want them to get this. We don't want them to get that. And the death rate, the mortality rate is incredibly low. And I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm looking for people, for neighbors, for, for people that got this virus and that succumbed well, yeah. to it. There have been some. Yes, yeah. of course there have. There have been some who have died from flu. There have been some who have died from uh, various other things, uh, meningitis, uh, whether it be uh, that or, or you want to call it H1N1 or SARS or whatever it has been, uh, people are dying. But they are not dying in the numbers that they claim. And clearly, for the yeah. churches to do this is an abdication, in my opinion, oh. of their solemn of obligation course. to yeah. their father to teach and to feed my sheep. And they're not doing it. They're not, you know, uh, obeying uh, God. They're obeying the state when the state is intruding upon the domain of God. Now, in California, we just had a decision, I think within the last 24 hours, or so that uh, the state uh, has uh, no authority to do the things under COVID-19 uh, that they've been doing with regard to mass shutting down of the churches. So you see, there are pockets of resistance here, and there are some, yeah. there still are some law-abiding uh, justices of the courts. Not many, but there are some. And these are the cracks in the armor plate, you see? Thank God for them, yeah. Monica. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. No, I I've mean, been uh, getting yeah, different questions, quiet, email. Not... I'm not, I'm not sure, uh, Monica, if uh, if I'm communicating through Skype with my board up. There's no response at all. Um, but but I am getting questions for you, email questions. So could I just uh, give you a question or two that uh, that maybe you can answer? Yeah, and yeah, sure. uh, these are good questions for you. All right. I have a question from somebody that says, uh, what does Monica consider herself? Does she consider herself an Africana? How would you answer that, Monica? Proudly so. Proudly so. Yes, I'm an Africana. Okay, good. Now tell tell the listenership what an Africana is, all right? Go ahead. Well, um... Afrikaners are really descendants of uh, Europeans who came to South Africa. The first came in 1652. The Dutch, the French, the Danes, the Germans, the British, the Scots. Um, In actual fact, um, my mother is from German descent and Dutch. My father, British and French. So... uh, we became Afrikaners because we were born and bred in Africa. And this is what we are. I mean, if you go and look it up in the, in the old web, Webster's Dictionary, not the modern one, you'll see what an Afrikaner is, proudly white. 
South Africans, in actual fact, was always white. Now, South Africans are whatever. Diversity, but yes, I'm an Afrikaner and proudly so. And uh, would you consider them the I hope Boers it, uh, to have been the predecessors? The Boers? Well, the, you the know, the ones were. The Boers, uh, well, this, you know, there's uh, some a lot of people making a distinction between a Boer and Afrikaner. Boer is the, yeah. is the Dutch word or the Afrikaans word for farmer. This is why they talk about the Anglo-Boer War. It's because they fought against the farmers, the, the Boers. Mm-hmm. And this is where this is, this, this, I don't know to call it a discrepancy, but yeah, this is, this is what it's all about. Boer is really a farmer. Um, but, you know, now they're killing the farmers. We had yep. 140,000, and I think it's of 30,000 left. So, uh, yeah, but this is what the Boer is, is a farmer. So a Boer Afrikaner. I hope it answers the question. Yes, it does. It's very good. That was a good question. And uh, uh, another uh, question or, or comment has to do with the, uh, I guess, the local situation. Whereabouts is Monica located in South Africa? Where are you? What part of South Africa? I am in Pretoria. That is the um, um, administration capital of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be the Transvaal, and uh, of course, when we became a democracy, a mockery, um, it became the province of Gauteng. We have nine provinces now, where we only had four. You know, what they they call, uh, you know, uh, we just uh, have more presidents and managers than we ever had before. But this is, uh, yes, this is where I am. It's a Pretoria in a rural area, beautiful, very nice. And um, we had good rains. We're still getting good rains, more than we ever had in 20 years, I think, if not longer. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Now, is uh, Rampagosa still the uh, the head honcho there? The sorry? Is it still uh, the, the the so-called president there, Ramaphosa? Is he still in charge? Yes, yes. Your leader there, the ANC government. <laughs> yeah, Ramaphosa, yes. He's a vendor. And what's very interesting is that the vendor DNA test in uh, Jewish. Interesting. Oh. Very interesting. Oh, yeah, I did an article on that. I was... Yeah, I will. I will send you the article. Very interesting. Sure. I, um, sure. I got a book. From Email it to. I'm very yeah, interested. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What has gone on in South in South Africa is a really it's a religious war. I I think I can safely say that it's a war against the tribes of Israel, true Israel now, the white Adamic Caucasian Jacobites. Yeah. And what what is going on is the same driving force that's taking them down in this country, using the so-called Black Lives yeah. Matter, the Soros-Schwartz factor, and people like that, mm-hmm. the Annenbergs, uh, what they're doing is waging a war, as they did in World War II, against Judah and against the House of Israel, both which are united, you know, in America today, the 12 tribes, are all, as you say, your ancestry on your mother's side was German, and uh, the the plan was to wage a war against Judah and against true Israel. And those who call themselves Judah, but are not and do lie and are the synagogue of Satan, are first and foremost in the forefront of this war against Whitey, the most evil, diabolical race. You know, We had the uh, people like Ignatius, Professor Ignatius, who said the white race should be abolished, and that's what he sought to do. And they're doing it now the same way they did miscegenation, they're doing it in war, they're doing it in this multicultural baloney and this nonsense and so on and so forth of tolerance, when, of course, they are the most intolerant people of all. You saw that firsthand, didn't you? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you're talking about the war against the whites, 
I remember when the when the war was uh, really uh, at its height in Rhodesia. Uh, Joshua Nkomo was the leader of Zanu. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, communist, and he said, "We've got to destroy the white race. That's the only way to kill his god." So this is what it's all about. Does it make sense? I think so. It sure does. It sure does, and they. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, uh, Musariwa, who was uh, was an Abel Musariwa, was uh, 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 at least from conservative press here was the moderate black, and they made sure that no moderate voice in Rhodesia would ever take over and call it Zimbabwe. You see? No, 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 no. An interesting thing what I heard uh, just uh, last week is how Britain paid Zambia not to allow the oil and the, the gas to come through to Rhodesia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. lost a lot of money, but of course they didn't lose a, any money because Britain gave them the money to stop the flow. Sure. Where did so Britain got, get all this money, all this gold, huh? <laughs> isn't it something, and I tell you, if you really go back and back and back in, 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 in history and even now, the hand of the British always there. And I'm telling you, this is also your enemy. The British. I'm talk- no, I'm not talking about the people like you and I. I talk about. No, no, the city no. Of I know what you're talking about. The empire, the once empire. Yeah, that's yes. right. And exactly. that was strictly Rothschild. Yeah. Strictly Rothschild empire. Exactly. Uh, they've done this for centuries yeah. now, three or four centuries, uh, destroying uh, the tribes and uh, destroying the people, bringing all of the enslavement to Europe and then to the United States and. And uh, no one wants to hear it, but they they need to hear it, that the slave ship owners were almost exclusively these Kenites, you see? They were of one race. And, uh, you know, from Aaron Lopez all the way down, many of them converted. They converted to Christianity as well uh, during the Inquisition and other times. But you cannot hide the identity to those that understand. Now we understand it. We understand the game plan is to bring about the destruction of that seed line through which Jesus Christ comes. That's what they wanted to do 4,000, 5,000 years ago. You see, through Judah, true Judah, yeah. and through uh, the tribes of Israel to bring about a destruction of uh, that seed line uh, as they have tried to do with the influx, naturally, of fallen angels especially. And I know you understand that, Monica, because you... You know, the church that was in oh. South Africa for years was a church that was rooted in the scriptures, you see. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Of course, it's not anymore because they, they became right? so finally... liberal and they put the picture. Oh, yeah. And what do they do? The same thing they're, they're doing now. They're told to lay down and play dead. Uh, I like the, uh, I guess you were one of the first who circulated the, the, um, the uh, slogan, if you will, and the graphics, uh, it's okay to be white <laughs> during last summer's <laughs> riots. That was very nice of you. Uh, very nice of you, Monica. I appreciate all of those those creative uh, slogans. We have a call for you. We have a call. Joe, in okay. my neck of the woods, I think I know who he is, Joe from Rhode Island, and he'd like to speak with you. Joe, come up aboard. Hi, Rick. Hi, Monica. Hi, Joe. Hi, Monica. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. How are you? Doing pretty good for an old-timer. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to ask you, Monica, look. The, uh, um, the Chinese, the communist Chinese, are they building ports all around uh, South Africa and North Africa and all around Africa, actually? Is there uh, any evidence of that uh, that you know of in South Africa? Well, the I don't know about the ports, but Joe, I can tell you firsthand what they are doing. They're buying up the mines in the north of my country. And they're bringing in uh, Chinese criminals to uh, uh, work on the mines. They do not do not employ blacks at all, and they even import their food. So this is what's happening here. And the first Chinese woman who became a um, South African citizen just the other day is now a member of parliament. 
they've got 13 police precincts. Yes, so uh, the infiltration here is is really very um, <laughs> open for right, everybody right. who wants to see. Yeah, sure. so the ports, I, sure. I will not be surprised, but yeah, but the mines, they're buying up the bottom of the mines. Yeah, you know, in our country here in America, so uh, yeah, uh, we've been, we've been fighting wars against the communists uh, for. Uh, Oh, over a hundred years here. Uh, World War One, World War Two, uh, fighting communism, yes. uh, Korean War, the Vietnam War. Yes. Uh, you know, other other uh, uh, Cold Wars and everything against those people for years. Now, my country, they're embracing communist Chinese. The atheistic communists, and they're embracing them. And uh, all over this country, there's uh, uh, economic advantages for embracing them. And uh, it seems to me yeah. that uh, people are selling their souls for a dollar and uh, don't oh, realize yes, the sacrifice. Don't realize the sacrifice that uh, millions and millions of American men and women have uh, died for fighting communists. And all of a sudden, uh, they're uh, uh, going in and accepting the communist uh, help uh, to uh, feed themselves and uh, uh, take care of their uh, families. So I see, I see a... Uh, an apostasy of American Christians. And when I say Christians, people that live like Christians. You know, Christianity is a way of life. Mm -hmm. It's not a religion. And I see people apostating exactly. from their yeah. way of life here in America. And it's mm -hmm. an amazing thing to watch, that all the yeah. people that died fighting communists was in vain. And all our soldiers, all our uncles and all our brothers that have been uh, uh, maimed and uh, shot up, uh, you know, for what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, there's something that's really bothering me, Joe, is uh, even from conservatives and right-wing people, they will never, I haven't seen one, attack Stalin. But everything that's going wrong in your country is the fault of Hitler. Hitler did this and Hitler did that and it's the Gestapo coming and I don't know what else, but they will never have a bad word for Stalin, Mosedong, or Pol Pot. They will never attack communism. But Hitler is the fall guy in all this. It really irks me a bit, I must say. Going back, way back in the early scriptures... Uh, Rebecca had two uh, children in her womb, uh, Jacob and Esau, yes. and Esau uh, mm -hmm. was red all over, and uh, mm -hmm. that same group mm -hmm. uh, fly that uh, red flag even to this day, that banner, that red yes. banner, and you'll know them by their fruits. Yeah. Cain took a wife from the yeah. land of Nod, an oriental tribe, way back in the old days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, that red flag a, is still around. I know, I know. And we have a party, yeah, well, economic and freedom uh, fighters, and they all wear red. They wear red because they dedicated communist Marxists, whatever you want to call them, like the BLM. Same thing. Well, you know, we also have to realize, too, and here in America, you had the same thing there. You had college professors who were communists. Many of them came from Europe, Eastern Europe, communist Russia. They came mm -hmm. here. They got their professorships. They got their endowments. And they were, they were preparing us and students to learn how to be liars. And I didn't realize how extensive this was yeah. in the 1930s and 40s during the Roosevelt era. And that yeah. that evil fungus, if you will, that grew and grew and grew. So when I went to college in 1971, 
it was apparent there that most of the professors were left of center in all these departments, history and so forth, critical departments. So all we were getting was pablum yeah. that was taught them a generation before and a generation before that. So they're Bolsheviks, they're communists, yeah. and they're Trotskyites, they're Leninists. All of these people now are just being discovered yeah. by these people today who call themselves conservatives, kosher conservatives. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. Trump this, and it's the communists. Yeah. And the, well, where were they in 1941 and 1945 exactly. when uh, we betrayed China yeah. to the communists? And and Mao Zedong came to power, and yeah. then eighty, how many millions? Was it sixty-four million, according to the records of Cardinal Yu Ping in China? Sixty-four million were were killed, were yeah. ground up for fertilizer, and so forth. it was an incredible thing. It's just incredible. But the documents were in Congress. The human cost of communism in China. They actually held the hearings on it, and that all of that went. It went. All the committees investigating communism were deep sixed after Watergate. Now you know the, the, the what followed the bus, you know, with Watergate to destroy the investigative yeah, powers of government and the communists. You know? It's happening. Joe, thank you for your call if you're done. Um, thank you, Monica, for Joe? being there. Uh, no, thank you, Monica, thank for being Joe, there. Be safe. God bless you. Yes. You too thank also. You. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank All you. right, folks. And Monica is our guest uh, again. Uh, if you'd like to chime in, we still have more time. 800-313-9443. Lines are open, and uh, we uh, will take your call right away because it is a scary thing to many, but to others it's something we anticipated and knew that it was coming. And, and you know, there are many who, as Christians, were martyrs, martyrs for Christ. Who's to say that there won't be more martyrs in the days to come? All right, we'll come back, folks, with more Rick Adams Uncensored on Facebook. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed a newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. What have you done? Thousands of years of building and rebuilding, creating and recreating so you can let it crumble to dust. A million years, the sensitive men dying for their dreams. For what? So you can swim and dance and play. All 
right, folks, we are back now with Rick Adams Uncensored, here only on republicbroadcasting.org. Spread the word, and uh, you'll see it up on our Facebook page, Rick Adams Uncensored. I want to uh, uh, just uh, ask Monica a couple other questions, uh, you know, a couple of emails for some reason. People might be afraid to call, too, and hear their voices uh, around the world. Who knows? The the KGB might come and get them, you know. But uh, one question has to do with what is, uh, which is what I started out with, uh, Monica, what is the status of disease and particularly the so-called COVID-19 issue within uh, the different communities, particularly the whites? What is happening there with the death rate, the hospitalization rate? Uh, what what are they like now, the hospitals and so forth? Um, and how are they coping? And then the other populations as well. Uh, well, it's very difficult to answer this question because you listen to the news now and half an hour later, it's a complete different story because it's 21,000 uh-huh. deaths for the past year and then it's uh, 15,000 deaths. So I have no idea. What I can tell you is that they, they dug graves, about 30,000 graves, of course, somebody made a lot of money out of that, and now they're upset because uh, they're not um, making use of the graves. They're just there. Uh, we are not allowed to go into the hospital. You've got to, uh, you know, either have the test or um, they will use visiting and only one person per patient. But um, what I heard is some some of these hospitals, like in New York or wherever I am, they showed the other day about Aguada Hospital is the largest hospital in the Southern Hemisphere, is empty. So uh, I have no idea. A friend of mine went to a hospital the other day. There was not even one patient in emergency uh, uh, services. Nobody. There was no cars, nothing. So I have no idea. But they're dying of COVID. Well, you know, that's, uh, uh, that's a good answer, actually. That's the answer I, I wanted to hear. Because, truthfully, we don't know what's happening. We really don't know from the official health department figures, from the official bureaucracy, from CDC, from FDA, from NIH, from any of these uh, uh, so-called private and public agencies, what really is happening. We've been told a bunch of uh, falsehoods and lies uh, since day one, um, and there have been various reactions to it. But uh, in large, we really don't know the accurate figures of anything. All we know is is that we must do what the government says. And the government has no yes. lawful yes. authority Otherwise, to do most of the things they're doing, you know? No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, we can't go to the beach. It's, uh, it's illegal. They arrested a, a young white guy, I think about 19, maybe 20. He was uh, surfing. So he was arrested because he broke the law. Uh, I was yelled at the other day because I didn't. I had my mask hanging on my chin. So I, she said, the lady said to me, "You'll get a fine." I said, "Yes, I know they need money because we owe the whomever. I, I don't know we owe this money. Hundred and eleven trillion rand. Yeah, that's eleven billion dollars. Rand. Yeah. Um, I hear you. Yeah, and and I. You know, and then they 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 now uh, uh, fumigating the schools. It costs millions and millions of rand, and they only did half of the schools. Uh, and now the money disappeared, and they can't finish it. And then you know, in one of the the, the government departments, when one is sneezing, they just close the doors for two weeks because they're quarantining everybody, so nobody's doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're so behind with a driver's license issue um, that they postponed it now for your for your renewal till the end of August this year. Because you've got to uh, uh, make an appointment online, and they only take so many because they've got to fumigate or uh, do deep cleansing of the um, the offices. Whatever they're doing, I don't know. Uh, Under the uh... All Under these the things previous couple, we're at the top of the hour. Can you hang on with me a few more minutes? Yeah, you have sure. time, Monica? 
Good. We're going to yeah. take the break, I believe, any moment now, and uh, and then the second hour begins. But uh, the thing that is of concern right now, we're on. Okay, we'll come right back, Monica. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 